leaked tape that led to one of the biggest scandals in sports and changed the NBA forever. A podcast that unearthed it all. This is just like what 2014 was mm-hmm. like. Like, there's yeah. a lot of wild stuff happening. And now, a Hulu docudrama. TMZ was calling again and again and saying, we have a tape, do you want to comment? 30 for 30 Podcasts presents The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clips. We reshot the scene, and I could barely watch it because it was so uncomfortable. It was tough. A companion podcast to the FX drama inspired by the award-winning reporting of Ramona Shelburne, one of ESPN's top NBA reporters, an L.A. native, and someone who has been following the story from the moment it broke. Join Ramona as she sits down with the cast and crew of the show in spoiler-filled conversations and behind-the-scenes reaction to each episode. Man, this is crazy, but these people live these lives every day. Donald Sterling, this was his lifestyle for a long time. Listen to The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clear wherever you get your podcasts. The Celtics talking to the Nets about trading for Kevin Durant. Would it be Jalen Brown going? Here's the thing. If it goes through and you get Durant, maybe that puts you over the top. If it doesn't and there's no trade, you just disgruntled Jalen Brown. And a thing Mo shuts down the world. Look at that. Let's go. She's got the whole world in her hands, Classy. Ask me what I'm doing, Tony. Ask me what I'm doing. doing? Waving goodbye to the San Francisco Giants. See you, Giants. Bye. 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 (laughs) We'll get to that later. Kevin Durant, (laughs) trade request day 25. Is today the day there's movement? The report is that the Celtics have engaged in talks with the Nets. Brian Winor says this is old news, but it's coming out today. But... Even that the Celtics put a call to Brooklyn, that Jalen Brown could be the centerpiece in the trade. Maybe even Marcus Smart involved in the trade. Derek White and picks. I don't need to say any more, Pablo Torre. Does Jalen Brown sound like the best return the Nets are going to get? Should the Nets do it? Should Boston risk doing it after they were two games from the championship last month? Tony, you got to do this if you're the Celtics. I know this trade is already dead. We're dealing with the ghost of a transaction here. I get that, Brian Windhorst reporting, I believe. But the idea that Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and some stuff, Derek White, some picks, like that's too high a price for Kevin Durant. Called me old-fashioned, but I would make that deal in a nanosecond. And I understand why Jalen Brown is mad, right? They swept the Nets and Kevin Durant out of the postseason. They were in the NBA Finals. They had a They had a chance to win the whole thing. And so for that reason, by the way, I do believe there is some clever gamesmanship here. If I'm the Nets and I am not accepting this trade, which I would disagree with, by the way, I would take the deal. But if I want to reject it, I would also still leak it. (laughs) Because guess what? They're in my division. Why do I want to make their life any easier than it has to be? And right now, Jalen Brown is SMHing his SMH. Go ahead, Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, and look, if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm wondering to myself, what, again, like, Pablo, what else do I have to do? I was probably the best player on my team in the finals. And, yes, I'm in agreement with Pablo here that if I'm the Boston Celtics, I make the trade with including Marcus Smart, including another rotational player, because why not? Like, I get the, the, the dare or the, the, the idea of maybe, hey, you got to the finals, get a little bit better and move on. But we've seen the same warts from Marcus Smart over the years. They just happened to get a little bit further this year in the playoffs. We've seen what they can do with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and maybe there's too much duplication there. But to that point, I actually think there's too much duplication between Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant and that that marriage might not be the best. Perhaps they should, do, could, should consider tracing, trading Jason Tatum for Kevin Durant one for one. And okay, wait, wait, wait. What's happening now? What, you got, you, guys are, you guys are all over the place. So 
You would do Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant, but you want to do Jason Tatum for Kevin Absolutely. Durant? Israel? I would, because if you were to go back just to last season and just sw- switch those two players, do you think the Boston Celtics end up winning the NBA Finals last year? I do. Therefore, wow. if you're Brad Stevens and you want to win a couple of championships, you don't worry about 10 years. You worry about the next three years, and you could probably win two out of three with KD there. So you would do a one for one. Now you've just disgruntled. I mean, we're, everybody's disgruntled right now if you're listening to Israel Gutierrez. David Dennis Jr., join us. Is it just blew my mind with that one? I'm not. I don't even know what to do with that. I think the the, the Celtics. <laughs> the issue here with the Celtics is that you're looking at. Do you want a wide, wide playoff window for a short amount of time with Kevin Durant, or a certain playoff window for ten years to win a championship with what you have? And they're sticking with with the teams that they with the young guys that they have. The issue with the Nets is that every time a feasible trade comes through. They seem to ask for so much that makes the trade untenable. I'm not sure they're approaching these negotiations in earnest. If you sat them down, I think, and put a lie detector test on them, I think they would say that what they want is they want Kevin Durant to see if he is going to sit out games or sit out, you know, the preseason and then make a trade. I think they're going to try to field the team that they have right now. Bill Plaschke. Izzy and Pablo, this proves you don't live in a town that has no draft picks. You are out of your mind if you think Boston should make this deal, throw in three unprotected. Because Brooklyn's going to have to have those draft picks. And to do that, that kills your future. How do you think Boston got to be so good in the first place? Because they got unprotected draft picks from the Nets back in 2013. So what, what, what they built them up, they're going to give it away? That's insane. They came within two wins of a championship. Jalen Brown's getting better. They, they not only should squelch this trade, they should come out and say Jalen Brown's not being traded. How does he feel? His name's in every trade talk. Then this guy's their best. He's going to be their best player. That's insane. I'll the back in. But, Bill, the question, you're speaking like somebody who covers the Rams, right? This is a team that really needs to the championship window ahead of them, Bill. I know. And you hated Odell Beckham to the Rams, too, by the way, for the record. Oh, That's a big old stuff here. But the thing is, oh, there is a window that is open. You jump through it. I've That's waited fair. months, literally months for that. <laughs> I, wrote a, I wrote a column. I wrote a you column took it back, saying I was wrong. I said I was wrong. Izzy, last word after the horn. <laughs> <laughs> they succeeded with one of those draft picks in getting a franchise player in Jason Tatum. Now you cash in the rest of them, do whatever you got to do to get back a Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. All right. No, they're, 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 they're too close. It's insane it's to do that. only day 25 of the trade request. I mean, we've got another <laughs> month or two of this at least, maybe more. We'll move on. Yes, labor. Baseball day. now. No one has ever had a week like the Boston Red Sox just had. When they lost 28-5 to on Friday... It was the modern record for worst run differential over a three-game stretch. But then, that record didn't last long because they (laughs) set it again and then reset it again with the losses this weekend. All the errors. And now, a question, Bill. The Red Sox were looking like a playoff team two weeks ago. And they went from that to letting up inside the park grand slams. What happened, and is there any coming back from this? Well, my favorite part of the whole weekend was the guy who proposed, did a marriage proposal when the team was down 25 to 3. He proposed on the scoreboard. You got to pull that plug on that. You got to walk out of there and say, I'm doing this another day. I'm not doing this this day. No, the the Red Sox, something's wrong there. There's a lack of leadership in that clubhouse. They're throwing balls off people's backs. They're missing first base. How do you miss first base? It's stationary, it's not moving. How did the pitcher not know where it was? 
it is that's incredible. And, and that, that even the Grand Slam uh, on the on the big win on Friday, the uh, Inside the Park Grand Slam, that came on a defensive miscue. Of course, yeah. The Red Sox are terrible defensively, and I know they're only three games out. But they 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 have a twenty nine percent winning percentage against teams in the American League East. They've they're all eleven and one in series against American League East. They're not going to win in yes. any American League East teams. They're not going to make the playoffs. This is this is done. This and they got in two some weeks though. Issues. They played the Yankees even two weeks ago. David Dennis Jr. Is there any coming back from this? Well, first, I want to go back to that marriage proposal. The PA announcer played We Found Love in a Hopeless Place when she said yes. That was the best performance of anybody in the Red Sox organization all weekend. I don't know, uh, but to answer your question, I don't know how the Red Sox come back. When you look at the totality of this season, yes, they had a fantastic June, 20-6. and six. They're 28-42 and 42 for the rest of the season, and they're going to have to end this season in a three-game series in Toronto where they are 1-4, and four, and they're going to have uh, at least three players sail, Hauk, Duran, who cannot go because they're not vaccinated, and they already have 13 players in the IL. This feels like the weekend where the Red Sox – Playoff hopes, you know, I know there are a couple games behind. It feels like their playoff hopes are falling apart. So you don't think they can come back from this, it sounds like. Israel, how about you? I just don't know if it's the right time to talk about if they can come back from this. Because you mentioned the five games, right? They've been outscored by 54 runs in those five games. That's the most... Since, Cle- since two names ago for the Cleveland franchise, okay, they were the Spiders, and it was the 1999, so two centuries ago, okay, so that's how long it's been since somebody's been outscored by that many runs over a five-game stretch, so is this the time that you want to be talking about, hey, all we got to do is get into the wild card, or we can turn things around pretty quickly, if you want to tell me, hey, we didn't have Trevor Story for the series, we didn't have J.D. Martinez for the series because of his back, hey, we can, okay, that's fine, maybe you want to say we can climb back into this, but let's not talk about that after this particular stretch, Boy. you can't talk playoffs. Now. Yeah, look, the thing, I mean, Cleveland figures into the Red Sox season, not just the 1899 Cleveland Spiders, but the Cleveland Guardians of the present because the Red Sox had swept them, right? They had the best record over a stretch of time in the majors, and then they went 6-17, and 17, Tony. So this is not just, wow, what a bad weekend. This has been a slide. And yes, the best defense of this team is that we have this playoff format now where you can get in, win in your end, right, sudden death, all of that stuff. Randomness is a bigger part of baseball than ever before. But right now, I don't see a logical, coherent reason to think that this team looks anything like an actual playoff. Flash, I'll give you the last year. Of all compelling things you saw on the field this weekend, the most compelling to me was the guy who didn't move. Alex Cora looks lost on the Red Sox bench, like he's out of ideas, he's out of clues, looks like he does not have control of this team. There's issues there. There's issues in Boston. Well, he told him to throw the correct base, so I think he fixed it. <laughs> yeah, he's not so lost. He's sitting down on the bench. He knows where exactly where he is. The only bright spot for Boston, Baseball Hall of Famer, Big Poppy. He went in big. As you know, he would. It's awesome to see after the gun attack he sustained years ago. Big, but not as large as Tim Kirkton. Our Tim Kirkton, a giant in the field, an immortal now in the sport. We love to see it. Congrats, Tim. Fire cell, two minutes. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Earlier this month, ESPN's top quarterbacks in the league is voted on by NFL execs, coaches, players. Lamar Jackson didn't crack the top 10. Now, the Athletics NFL QB tiers piece quoted an unnamed defensive coordinator in the league. Currently, Lamar Jackson, not in tier one. If he has to pass to win the game, the eight win the game. He's so unique as an athlete, and he's really good football player, but I don't care if he wins league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a one as a quarterback. He'll be one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. Bill Plaschke, how do you hear that? Well, the thing, one thing he said in there that you cannot argue is if he has to pass to win the game, they can't win the game. They are one in three in the postseason. When he has to pass, he's got a 68 passer rating, three touchdowns, five interceptions, one in three record in the postseason. When it comes down to pure passing, when you have to pass the ball, he struggles passing the ball. The rest of it, I think, is is you know he's a great, great he's a great quarterback. So you're buying that. You're, bu- you're buying this the first tier, unnamed. But I'm buying that. I'm buying that quote. I'm buying that that part of the quote. Yes. You like that it was unnamed as well. I mean, I know as a reporter, you you guys. Th- well, it was it was it was it, 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 it's true though. It's not. I don't think there's anything controversial David about Dennis the fact Jr. that bring you passing big games. Uh, two things can be true here. One, we can ask of more from Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. And two, people in and around the NFL still do not know how to talk about Lamar Jackson and black quarterbacks in general. The idea that if this guy won 12 MVPs, he would not be a top-tier quarterback or that he is a great uh, NFL player and not a great quarterback when he was a unanimous MVP as a quarterback indicates to me that you're talking about something other than what you're watching on the field and that your mind won't change despite the fact that he is a top-tier quarterback who led the team, might I add, uh, had four comeback wins and four, you know, game-winning scores in the fourth quarter last season. The team did not do anything without him. So, you know, you're not, you're not talking about football when you say stuff like that. Israel Gutierrez. 
Well, what this unnamed person is doing is essentially betting on history, right? We haven't really seen the, the athletic, the running quarterback, just run through the league, win a bunch of Super Bowls. And so if you're going to make that bet, it's probably a winning bet. But how do you prove that you are wrong? Does he have to not only win a Super Bowl, but do it by just throwing the football? Or can he throw the football for yards and yards and yards, never really succeed in the playoffs and say, oh, well, Matt's a normal quarterback now. I like him more. It's all kind of useless judgment right, right. now. Just and the stats go wins. both ways, you know, for- PFF had him as the number 28 passing quarterback downfield last year by some metrics. And other metrics, first down, third down, he was among the league leaders. Pablo, I'll bring you in here. Yeah, look, Lamar Jackson, I think, is still categorically underrated in terms of his potential to be a great passer. We have seen it. We've seen it even last year, right, in terms of those numbers where it was like, okay, they're trailing, they got to come back. He is done and won games like that, as David was alluding to. But also in the big picture last year, He struggled. 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He was somebody who, when he was blitzed, when the clock sped up on him and he couldn't extend plays, he did really struggle in a way that we had not seen before. And the problem, Tony, is that the Ravens are so injured that it was hard to isolate the variable. So right right. now, this season, yes, the pressure is all on Lamar Jackson. That much is clear. Lamar Jackson ranked as a quarterback, whether he's in the first tier or second tier, according to these people. Where would you rank the receiving core for the Baltimore Ravens? Are they in the first <laughs> tier? Are they in the second Ooh, tier? Are they in the, the third tier? What's the lowest tier? Whatever the it's, bottom. It's terrible right now. It's, it's bad this year. Is that Marcus Brown? Fire sell yeah, two. Devontae Adams' explanation about explaining going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Here. First, this is what he said first. I mean, anytime you change quarterbacks from, you know, a Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, you go, you know, Stabler to, to Rich Gannon mm-hmm. or whoever you go to, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Being a rapper is is very vital. I say one of the, you got to have the bars, obviously. You know, you got to have the bars. You got to have, the lines got to be there. But a very, very vital and critical piece of being a rapper is the delivery, right? I wasn't a great rapper the other day. I wasn't saying Hall of Famer Aaron to Hall of Famer Derek. So I'm not retracting my statement at all. David, buy or sell Devontae Adams there. I'm selling the second part of that because you know the other thing that rappers do, Devontae Adams? They lie all the time. Jada Kiss's bathtub doesn't lift up. Rick Ross doesn't open you know, 100 favors from Noriega. But as Slim Charles said, you fight on that lie. So you stay lying. Tell everybody that you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Stand by your guy. Double flame from David Dennis Jr. Israel, how about you? Are you buying Devontae Adams? I'm not retracting my statement, then what are we saying here? Are we just saying, hey, I said something the other day, now I'm saying it again. (laughs) Just stand up. Say, hey, this guy could be a future Hall of Famer. Who knows? I'm his teammate. Maybe together we'll make the Hall of Fame. Pablo? Yeah, the cover-up was worse than the original comment, the crime in this case, Tony. Yes, I completely agree with the Jay-Z of Davidson College, David Dennis Jr. You stand and fight on that. (laughs) No flash David Dennis Jr. nailed this one. You got exactly right. Why did well, he say Well, and we'll give anything? him the point, said, I guess. <laughs> well, no, no, he deserves it. He, he, he said exactly right. And he needs to uh, – Adams is trying to get Carr on the same page with him, saying he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's not a bad thing in the first place. Why did he have to retract it? It's ridiculous. Fire Cell 3, World Track and Field Championships, ending with a bang. U.S. women stinging Jamaica in the 4x100 relay for gold. Sydney McLaughlin. The revolution, you knew this, was upon us. Set the world record Friday, breaking her own, and then anchored uh, for gold in the replay. Mondo Duplantis breaking his own world record in the pole vault. And a thing, Mo, all the expectation, all the pressure in the 800, she met it, surpassed it. Thrilling finish there with the world number two. 
She's 20, hasn't lost outdoors in three years. What are we on the precipice of here with her? Israel, take away from the championships. I have a soft spot in my heart for 800 runners. It's basically two full sprints around the uh, around the track, and it is getting more and more exhausting. So a thing, Mo, to do that, to be the first American woman to win that race uh, in the World Track and Field Championships, it's crazy Pablo. impressive. Sydney McLaughlin has won, has broken four world records in 13 months, Tony. That 400-meter hurdle time that she posted, it would have beaten two of the finalists in the 400. Without the, one the without hurdles. The hurdles. <laughs> like, that to me is no just unbelievable. Uh, Bill Flaschke. Sydney McLaughlin is a legitimate sports star in this country. She should be on the TV a lot more than she'll be the next two years. Why does she disappear for two years until Paris? Why, why, why do all of them disappear until Paris? Track and field needs to, I know they're working on this, they need to get some kind of system going, some kind of tour going, let America professional see league yeah. where they're on TV absolutely. every three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. David Dennis Jr. Yeah, McLaughlin is the next big American Olympic star, but I want to talk about Team Jamaica, third in um, medals this uh, for the championship, and Shelly Ann uh, Frazier Price, Price last week. She had um, was 35. One, um, one gold, oldest player to do so. Truly remarkable stuff. I'm excited about Team Jamaica. I'm back. I mean, she wants to go to the next Olympics. Put it all out there in her late 30s. After pregnancy, wow. a child, and she's still, she's the GOAT. All right, we've been horned, taking a break here. Bill Plaschke, Israel Gutierrez. I can't believe one you, got you got me. David Dennis Jr., Pablo Torre, showdown, two minutes. Is this how you wave? Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. The Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. All the new helmets for NFL teams this year, they're all black. Except for the white Bengal tiger. And the red Texans. (laughs) And these bears. Look at these bears. Browns fans got on Bears fans over how brownsy orange they are. Aren't you glad these are the Bears, David? Wow. Do you understand the lack of self-awareness it takes 
to be the Cleveland Browns and think that anybody wants to be like you, even the lowly Bears, especially this offseason. Nobody wants to be the Cleveland Browns. You right like now. these Bears helmets, though. Wait, can, can, can you fine. imagine? They're fine. Can you imagine? The lack of self-awareness to be the Cleveland Browns policing any color other than brown. <laughs> you pick the color. That's the one you got. Sorry. Yeah, they're helping the orange, but they're, they're, they're the Browns. Never made sense. You're right on that. Thumbs up or thumbs down on these, on these Bears helmets? Thumbs up. They're fine. It's, fine. Yeah, it's, it's a Plasky wave for me, too. Pablo, you get the point. We'll move on. Madison Bumgarner called Victor Robles a clown for pimping a home run Saturday. And Robles wore a clown nose on Sunday. Who's the bigger clown, Pablo? Tony, if Woody Page was in this box, he'd be wearing a clown nose right now. Unfortunately, I am not him. Unfortunately, Madison Bumgarner is the type of old guy, incidentally, who likes to be trolled. Clearly. Like, this is the only reason why you even say something like this in the first place. David Dennis I think there is mutual first place clownmanship going on here. Bumgarner <laughs> has big hall monitor energy with the way that he's always policing our people yeah. hitting home runs. And for Robles, I don't, if you call me a clown, I'm not going to wear a clown nose yeah. to prove a point. What point are you even proving? Mutual clownness for both of them. Clownmanship is a great phrase or, or word you just came up with, David, but it's not enough for the FaceTime. Pablo Torre, 30 seconds. Okay. So, Charles Barkley, I love you, man. I love you, Charles. Everybody on this program, on these programs, loves you. And for that reason, I would like to just appeal to you directly. You don't need this money. You know, far be it for me to tell you what's in your pocket or not, but you don't need this money. All money is not good money. Live money is not good money. And I understand that there are arguments that, yes, we're all taking money from places that we're not super proud of, but you don't need to be begging for this job, man. You just don't. You're perfect the way you are. Just stay that way, please. We'll see you tomorrow around the horn.